Shalom everyone, Simon Kufay in Zion 177, continuation of yesterday where we saw, we talked about the introduction about the idea of uh, the halacha that the Mechaber tells us in Kufay in Zion, food that we eat during a meal, particularly a meal that you've washed and ate bread and made the bracha of a motzi lechem and ha'aretz. So the halacha is hasuda. If there are types of food that are brought as part of the meal, and the, the Mechaber tells us these are the types of things that it's derech, this is the way of the world to be koveya, this is what this is what people eat their meal on, kigon, for example, basar, meat, dugim, fish, baits and eggs, yurakos, vegetables, vina, cheeses, daisa, minemiluchim. These types of food, if you eat them during a meal, you know famously, even if you don't eat them together with bread in your mouth, you don't need to make a bracha on these, on these food items. As we talked about yesterday, this is, according to most, seems how the Mishaburah learns it. It's certainly a, it's a form of ikar and tafel. It's a form of the idea of primary food. If, when you have a mixture or a combination of foods, you only make a bracha on the ikar, on the primary food. You don't need to make a bracha on the secondary food. And food that you eat, traditionally normal meal, that's the way the Mishaburah calls it, is lemozon o lesova. It's food that you eat for sustenance, or it's, it's yummy. Part of your meals, the halachas, you don't need to make a bracha on them. To the exclusion of, however, the Mechaber tells us, if it's dvarm shalomachmas hasuda, if it's the type of food that's not considered the type of food that people typically eat uh, as part of the, the fixed part of their meal, the halachas, you do need to make a bracha on that. And the classic example that the Mechaber gives, gives us are kolmine peros, any type of food. Fruit that you eat during the meal, you have to make a bracha on. Now, this is whether you have this fruit. Let's say, for example, clearly, it's, they say it's the quinoach as a dessert. If you eat fruit as a dessert or a melon as part of your dessert, the halacha is you have to make a bracha, baripriya eats or hadama it's a melon. No questions asked. That is the halacha. Additionally, if let's say you have fruit, some people have, some communities will have fruit as sort of a first course of a meal to whet your appetite. Again, this is not a shayla, something that some, for some reason not everyone is so familiar with. You have to make a bracha on that fruit, period. Hard stop, that's the halacha. An kach, it goes to the following. The Mishnah Bura actually asks the question. It's a fascinating question. Uh, let's give a contemporary recipe. You have pineapple chicken. You have pineapple chicken, right? You cook your chicken and there's pineapple on it. And now you eat your chicken, now you take a piece of that pineapple. Do you have to make a bracha on that pineapple? So what's the halacha? It's not so simple. It's actually not so simple. He actually brings three shitas. The first shita, which is l'chorah, the pashtas, the, the starting, it's a fascinating idea, is you do need to make a bracha on that pineapple. Now you might ask, if you were to eat that ch- pineapple chicken, not as part of a meal, if you were just to have pineapple chicken, not part of your meal, and you would eat the pineapple with that chicken, the halacha is, this is not what the Mishapura says, but this is the halacha, the halacha is you would not need to make a bracha on that pineapple, because in that scenario, it definitely would be tuffle, it would be secondary to the chicken. But, in the context of a meal, it might not necessarily work like that, because you didn't make a bracha on the chicken, you only made a bracha on your bread. So the halacha is according to one sheet of the first opinion that the Mishaburah brings. If you have pineapple chicken, you need to make a bracha even on that pineapple. Even though it was baked together, cooked together with your chicken, you would need to make a bracha on the pineapple. He brings two other shitas. Opinion number two is that no, it is, even in this context, it's considered a tuffle, it's considered secondary to the chicken. You don't need to make a bracha on it. And he says the third opinion is that in this scenario, this scenario alone, when you have a fruit that's actually baked together with meat or chicken or something like that, 
So in that scenario, the pineapple becomes an ingredient, and it's not so much that it's a tuffle, but it, rather the pshat is it's, that's considered dvarm habayim machmas hasuda. So the halal, the minog, the Mishra says, is in that type of scenario, pineapple chicken, you do not make a broth on the pineapple, but at least academically we should be aware. It's not so simple. Again, if you have fruit during a meal, you do need to make a bracha. The halacha, we're going to see, there are certain exceptions. Um, one other exception would be is like a Waldorf salad. They bring as an example. A Waldorf salad would be a similar type of thing as like this chicken example. You would not make a bracha unless you have an apple in your salad. You would not need to make a bracha. But again, very important halacha. Let's spread the word, Rabosai, because a lot of people are not familiar with this halacha. If you have a melon or a fruit to start your meal, certainly if you have a melon or fruit as a dessert. If you have a compote, Mishnah although they say the story is that the Chavetz Chaim changed his mind after this, but the way it's published in the Mishnah is that like a compote, which is a boiled type of fruit soup, you would, again, you would need to make a bracha. That is how it's recorded in the Mishnah in the Shahar Tzion. Um, if you even have an apple, let's say, for whatever reason, you have it in your main course, you decide to eat an apple, you would also need to make a bracha on that apple, and I'm going to wish you all a wonderful day.